Good evening, Faith Center, and to all of our followers on social media. We're certainly glad that you joined us on tonight, and may the blessing of the Lord be with you. I had an opportunity this morning to visit with Brother Hal, and he's doing much better. Uh, still not out of the woods, but we just thank God for the progress that he is making. And I pray for his family. His wife, Linda, was there, and also uh, his daughter. And uh, we just thank God for them. Aisha was there. Thank God uh, for the grace of the Lord and the mercy of the Lord. And we're praying for him on a continuous basis and trust the Lord that he's going to be all right. And may the blessing of the Lord be with you and guide you and comfort you during this time of crisis. So let us begin to pray. Father, we thank you for our gathering here this evening. We pray that blessings upon each and every one as they are listening to your word. We pray you will give them full understanding, full, oh God, interpretation of what the scripture is saying and full meaning of what the scripture is proposing to bring to us, what value it has in our lives. And so, Father, we thank you and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank God. Amen. Well, let's go to the word of the Lord, and that is found in the book of Acts, chapter number 24, our scripture for tonight, Acts 24. 24 is going to find uh, where Paul wrote in the scriptures, and he told us, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. And tonight we're going to see how God gives wisdom to individuals, whether in the time of crisis or in the time of need. Paul's going to find himself in a trial and to a confrontation that he has to deal with um, the leaders of the Roman Empire and also uh, leaders of other uh, venues and menus. And uh, we're just believing the Lord and trusting the Lord. And Paul's finding out that the Lord is his helper, the Lord is his strength, the Lord is his redeemer, the Lord is the one that gives him the proper words to speak and what to say and when to say it. So tonight, before we get into the word, let us pray. Father, we thank you for our gathering here this evening. We ask our blessings of wisdom and knowledge and understanding. And let us, O oh God, reach into the depths of the word. Let the word be rich enriched in our lives. And let it be found, O oh God, to be glory and, and, and power for us, O oh God, we pray. And we thank you, Lord, for what you are doing in the lives of our brothers and sisters. And may they be strengthened in you, we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Thank God. Amen. Well, chapter 24 of the book of Acts <clears throat> begins as follows. And after five days, Ananias, the high priest, descended with the elders and with a certain orator named Tartilius, who informed the governor against Paul. And when he was called forth, Tartilius began to cause him, saying, See, here we have and enjoy a great quietness, and that the very worthy deeds are done unto this nation by thy providence. We accept it always, and in all places, the most noble Felix, with all thankfulness. Notwithstanding, 
Where I pray. Where I, I, I'm sorry, notwithstanding that I not further tedious unto you, I pray that thou wouldest hear us of thy clemency a few words. In other words, appealing to the mercy of the leader. And they're getting ready to go into the word of the Lord, and Paul's getting ready to give his testimony. Notwithstanding, but I am not further tedious unto thee. In other words, I don't want to be troublesome, I don't want to bother you. I pray that thou wouldest hear us of thy clemency a few words. We have found this most pestilent fellow and amount of sedition among all of the Jews throughout the world and a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarene describing Paul's role who also had gone about the pro profane the temple whom we took and would have judged according to our law but the chief captain Lydias came unto us and with great violence took him away out of our hands. Paul was rescued from their uh, situation, from the situation he was in. God brought him out. Just like God will bring you out when you get into trouble in any kind of situation. Commanding his accusers to come unto thee by examining of whom thyself mayest take knowledge of all these things whereof we accuse him. And the Jews also ascended, saying <clears throat> that these things were, whereas, were, were so. And then Paul, after that the governor had beckoned unto him to speak, answered, For as much as I know that thou hast been of many years a judge unto this nation, I do more cheerfully answer for myself. I've known of your reputation. You've been with us a long time. You've been judging us a long time. I believe you're a fair and gentle person, a kind person, but strict in your word. So we're dependent upon you to give just judgment because that thou mayest understand that these are yet but twice days, 12 days, since I went up to Jerusalem. It's only been 12 days since I was in Jerusalem for to do worship. And neither, and they neither found me in the temple, disputing with any man, neither raising up the people, neither in the synagogues, nor in the city. What they're accusing me of, I'm not guilty of it. There's no record of me causing a tumult in the city and I've not done anything, did any harm or made anything difficult for anybody. I just was trying to do what was right. But this I confess unto thee, that after the way which they call heresy, so worship I the God of my fathers, believing all things which are written in the law and in the prophets. Paul's making a case for himself now telling them that I believe what the prophets and the law said, and have hope toward God 
which they themselves also allow, that, 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 they, that there shall be a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and the unjust. Herein do I exercise myself to have always conscious of, of, of offense toward God and toward men. In other words, I've been very careful that I don't offend God and I don't offend men. And after many years, I came to bring alms to the nation and offerings. And whereupon certain Jews from Asia found me purified in the temple, neither with multitude nor with tumult. I didn't have a large crowd, didn't have a large gathering, didn't make a, a big gathering or mess out of the situation, did not call an uprising or an uproar. There's nothing that they have to say against me. And whenever you're facing an enemy that is trying to come against you and making up stuff on you, just put your hands in the Lord and trust in the Lord and he will bring you out. Who ought to have been here before thee and object if they had all ought anything against me? So if they won't accuse me of anything, they should have come here and raised an issue, except it be for this one voice that I cried standing among them, touching the resurrection of the dead. Remember, the Pharisees believed in the resurrection, the Sadducees did not. I am calling in question by you this day. And when Felix heard these things, having more perfect knowledge of that way, talking about the Christian way, he deferred them and said, When Lysias, the chief captain, shall come down, I will know the, word, the uttermost of this your matter. In other words, I'll get better understanding of what's happening. And he commanded a centurion to keep Paul and to let him have liberty, that he should forbid none of his acquaintances to minister or to come unto him. God was giving God, giving Paul favor, letting him know that even though you're bound, I'm still not going to restrict you from witnessing and ministering to other people. So even though the enemy tries to stop you, God is still with you. And if God be with you and on your side, he will open up doors and opportunities for you that he wouldn't open up for anyone else. But just remember, God is on your side. God is your way maker. God is your keeper. God is your source. And after certain days when Felix came with his wife, Drusilius, which was Jewish, he sent for Paul and heard him concerning the faith in Christ. And as he reasoned of right, righteousness, temperance, and judgment to come, Felix trembled and answered, Go thy way for this time. When I have a convenient season, I will call for you. By the way, God is showing I'm still with you, Paul. Even though you're going through this tribulation, even though you're going through this trial, going through trouble, going through tribulation, going through trials in life does not indicate that God has left you. As a matter of fact, God is still with you. And when you can determine that God is with you, you'll find that you'll be in his favor. 
and don't give up and don't throw in the towel because you find trouble along the way. But that's an indication that God is still with you and God is making a way for you and making a way out for you. He hoped also that money should have been given him of Paul. He's looking for a bribe. But you don't have to bribe your way through when God is on your side. God will make a way for you out of no way. You don't have to resort to doing things that are not right. You can still stay in the right path, do the right thing, and ask God to strengthen you. And ask God to help you. And ask God to be with you. And if you do that, God will be with you and strengthen you. Oh, glory to his name. So he hoped that Paul would give him some money to buy his way out that he might loose him. Wherefore he sent to him and oftener and communed with him. He's saying, hey, I've given you more opportunities, Paul, to, to, to grease my palms and to pay uh, for your freedom. But you haven't done so. But after two years, Portius, Festus came into Felix's room. And Felix, willing to show the Jews a pleasure, left Paul bound. So he wanted to let him go, but he wanted to do it in a manner that wasn't right. Paul was right about being right and doing that which was right. And so he wanted him to let him go for a just cause because he had done nothing wrong and not because he had to grease his palms or not because he had paid him off or paid his way out but because God was on his side and God made a way for him out of nowhere. So you don't have to resort to doing things that are crooked. You don't have to resort to doing things that are evil. You don't have to resort to doing things that are surreptitious. But you just do that which is right to do. Stick with the Lord and allow the Lord to bring you out. And he will do so. And even though the enemy comes against you, just like they did Paul, because, glory to God, willing to show the Jews a pleasure to please the Jews, he found out that, glory to God, that Paul was going to stay steadfast and unmovable. So allow the Holy Spirit to let you stay steadfast and unmovable. Be straight, stay on the straight path, be straight with the Lord, stay straight with the Lord and allow the Lord, even though your enemy is coming against you, even though your enemy is trying to please other people at your expense, but don't give in and don't give up. And don't allow the enemy to trick you into doing something that is unjust or unright or not right, but allow you to stay in the pathway that is right and do that which is right in the sight of the Lord. So they kept Paul bound. But it doesn't mean that that's the end for Paul. Just because you're bound and tangled up and tied up doesn't mean that's your end. It just simply means that God is still has an opportunity to deliver you and show you his power and his grace, his mercy, and all of his kind, loving kindness and tender mercies towards you. So with that in mind, Stay on the right path, stay on the upward road, 
allow the Lord to guide you and direct your path into the pathway of righteousness for at the end of that man of righteousness is peace. And you'll be peace even though you're going through. You still have peace because you know you did the right thing at the right time. And so we thank God for you. And may the blessing of the Lord be with you and may his face shine upon you and may you have a great evening on this evening and tomorrow's tomorrow will be a great day for you as you experience the glory of the Lord and the power of the Lord and the blessings of the Lord. Allow him to lead and guide you and he will bless you and bring you out. So Heavenly Father, we thank you for the word of the Lord tonight. We trust and pray that these individuals that are hearing your word tonight, and days that we'll hear it after later on. But God, we pray that you will be a blessing to them. You open up a pathway for them. You bring peace and comfort to them and to the Howe family, oh God. We pray for them now. We pray that the glory of the Lord will be revealed to them and that your face will shine upon them and give them peace. We pray this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank God. Amen. Well, it's often time. Uh, you can give unto the Lord under any of the four means that are shown you on the screen. Uh, take advantage of one of them. They're all blessed. So it's a blessing in each part of giving. It's just a blessing to give. And if you have the privilege of giving, then you ought to give God praise and thank Him for it. So remember, lift that offering up to the Lord and repeat after me, Father, this is my seed that I now deposit into your kingdom. It represents my love and devotion that I have towards you. I thank you for this opportunity to sow into your kingdom, and I do this with joy and thanksgiving. I believe that this seed that I now deposit into your kingdom will bring to me a great harvest. I receive that harvest now. And with that harvest, I'll be able to sow again into your kingdom. I give you thanks for this opportunity in Jesus' mighty name. Thank God. Amen and amen. Uh, be blessed, my brother. Be blessed, my sister. Be blessed. See you next week as we go through chapter 25 of the book of Acts. Maybe another rich, rewarding day. And you stay faithful to the Lord and watch Him pour that blessing out into your life. It will come swift. It will come fast. It will come in fullness of the power of the glory of the Lord. God bless you. God keep you. May His face shine upon you. Amen.